Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Going on down at the Gona Tokyo Fame Show. Friendly hosts everywhere. Humble talks about flirtation. Going on down at the Gona see my favorite hoes. Ample thoughts, day or night. People shun but never fighting. Getting on up at the Gona, hope we don't ramble. Hey, you like those with big fat piggies, man. I hope they're so into me. Going on down at the Gona, meet some hoes tonight. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we have just watched Unfulfilled, which is the title of the latest South Park episode. We are your hosts. We have Christian Black, Steph Sabrock. You can call me Jeff today. Bezos. Bezos. I'm Phil Svitek, and I can safely say we probably are unfulfilled. Yeah, I might go on strike after that episode. We didn't get our gifts. Yeah. And we didn't get a lot of laughs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think uh, in the middle of the episode, I was just like Cartman. Stuff, 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 stuff. I just kept waiting for the stuff. No but, stuff. Uh, yeah. No stuff indeed. Yeah. So, if you're joining us for the very first time, what we like to we're do, sorry. what we do, <laughs> yes, we're sorry, number one, uh, we break down the episodes of South Park, and today we're doing the Amazon parody episode of season 22 of course in our special segment we will be talking about some news and gossip related to actual amazon um but before we do any of that we kind of gave our overall impression now let's go a little bit just slightly deeper with our overall thoughts why don't we kick it off with you steph Uh, unfulfilled is i feel like the joke was played on us first they did a really good job of executing that but i do think that there was really smart points proven so i'm gonna take the positive note and say that i learned some things okay Uh, i think that uh the best part of this episode was and we'll go through them there were just callbacks to earlier episodes and just little things that you had to really be paying attention for so i like anything that rewards the long-term viewer but at the same time we weren't really rewarded with well you know what this was a very proletariat story and i feel like we are bourgeois uh, south park fan so we deserve a sort of an upper class uh, treatment and uh, we did not get that this week <laughs> we did not we did not um, certainly from that perspective, like, yeah, I, I was engaged with the callbacks. I thought the callbacks were pure brilliance from start to finish. And I, I feel like the trouble is when you tackle a story like this of, of, of a class system, because we haven't figured out what the solution is, there can be no solution. And so then, as the title implies, you are left unfulfilled. Um. I guess let's break it down in this sense. Our modern age expectations. It's when we want it, where we want it. Disagree or agree? Well, I definitely agree, but where we want it is always right here. And when we want it is either right now or 20 minutes ago. 
But the idea, it's both of the answers to that are always immediate. And as funny as it was for Cartman to walk outside and, you know, it was a nice shout out when he just told his mom to shut up. But then he's like, stuff, 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 stuff. And that's kind of what it is, you know. I mean, especially this time of the year, the uh, the packages from Amazon are always outside. So if I open the front door and there isn't anything there, it's kind of like, it's a little Scooby-Doo kind of reaction. And I can't believe it. And I'm like, no, no, no. I've ordered like a hundred things. Something needs to be here right now. And like today was a national day of mourning. Well, I'm sorry that former President George H.W. Bush passed away. But I was in mourning that I didn't get any packages delivered. That's really the real national tragedy. And yeah. when I see that something's not available by Prime. Oh, or, right? Yeah. I'm Why like, even what the sell heck? It? I literally am so spoiled that when I'm searching things on Amazon... A, I'll click Prime, and if it's not, I, I just won't get it if it's not there. Like I'll be like, oh, guess I can't get something really important because I won't get it the next day. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'll spend eight more dollars because uh, you know if you click on from a different seller that is Prime eligible, it's like great. I'll just spend more money because I need it now, and it's it's always something I don't need. I probably don't need it all, but I never need it now. You know what's interesting? I I. Order, I guess, really weird and eccentric items that they're mostly never available on Prime. Yes, they're so called I'm, they're called I, marital aids. I believe that so much that you would be ordering the most obscure items, which I guess has conditioned me less to this. And ultimately, I think back to a Canadian thinker, Marsh McLuhan, who said the medium is the message, which. Applied to media theory, of course, but I think it applies now, here and today. What do I mean by this, you asked, Steph? Great question. <laughs> I was Thanks gonna for ask. asking. Great question. I'm going to say elaborate. Question, <laughs> yeah, I, knew, I knew you were going to ask it, so I, I figured I'd just give you the answer. You know me so well. Give me the answer. <laughs> uh, the point being that how basically how you interact with something changes your natural behavior so for example in a, a very like when he started this theory he cited a doorknob depending on how you build the nor- doorknob conditions you a certain way to how you open it and interact with it so the fact that amazon prime offers next day shipping if not even same day shipping it has conditioned us a certain way certainly young butters Completely. I, I feel like I don't understand. I just think things can just appear. I, I'm totally disconnected to the process of packaging and making things. I'm just like, oh, I ordered it. It should be here. Yeah. And especially like, okay, can we just real, really fast talk about the bike parade? The, 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 uh, the It's pride bike parade? Well, it seemed like it. I thought he said pride bike parade, but maybe it's just a regular bike parade. But then there were all there's all this rainbow stuff on Butter's bike, so that's why I thought it was Pride. But maybe it wasn't. I don't know. What did you think, Steph? Did you think it was a Pride bike parade or just a regular bike parade? I thought it was just a regular bike parade. It would be certainly better if it was a Pride bike parade. Yeah, and they were parade. all super excited to be a part of it. But I, I, would, love, I would love that. I love that it was the bike parade. Like something so obscure and we've placed so much importance on something that doesn't matter at all and shouldn't probably shouldn't even exist yeah it's like the pinewood derby which of course (laughs) uh featured heavily in a past episode of south park i think the bike parade's probably right up there with that sort of uh, you know antiquated celebration and i love the fact that they're all like oh no no it's not cool but of course kenny was doing it you know and uh i I just thought it was a very it was a very funny story point that uh, the bike parade was so important 
see, I call bullshit because I do think the bike parade is a big thing, especially in a small town like South Park, Colorado. Anytime you can get the community together is a good day in my book. But the but I think the play that were so focused on getting material for a bike parade rather than focusing on people suffering in their day jobs. So you're saying we've lost sight of the community. Yes, <laughs> by focusing on the community. <laughs> I see, I see. Um, so we've... we've I, I, uh, what's interesting, right? Let's, let's talk about Amazon real fast. Um, we're going to kind of tangentially related to south park as much as we can but really is it's an amazon discussion the fact so amazon started selling stuff the fact that they now have video and as an amazon prime member you also get video but not only that amazon i don't know if you guys know this that much but they're huge in the tech space like hulu and netflix and all that probably get serviced through amazon web services I didn't know that. I didn't know that, actually, no. So, like, in an odd sense, um, whether it's Google, Facebook, um, Apple, or Amazon, all these companies, like, the the theory, like, I'm surprised they didn't quite touch on it, because this is one small section of what Amazon does, but all these companies are being, like, giant conglomerates of just controlling everything, and Amazon does control web traffic in addition to fulfillment centers. Which is interesting. It's a really, it's so interesting because when we try to focus on sourcing things in America, we still fail in a sense by monopolizing everything just un, so unconsciously. I, but obviously the people in control, it's purposeful, but we're always monopolized. No matter where we turn, everything is owned by a bigger company. Yeah, and I, I guess to Phil's point about, you know, Amazon is even helping their competitors. So, you know, like you said, even Netflix and Hulu, well, they kind of owe a lot to Amazon. And I guess I'd say these big companies are more more in our lives than we think they are. Like, of course, if we order something, we know. But I, I did like that they included some usage of Alexa because <laughs> – Anybody who has any of those, things, you know, I mean, I I have one that I, I like to leave turned off because, you know, it'll it'll play like when you decide to play music on it, you'll be like, wasn't I talking about that song like two days ago in the kitchen right next to this thing? Really interesting that it started with the song that I was talking about. So it's like, and it's like it'll be spinning around with the blue lights. And you're like, hey Alexa, stop! I w- I wasn't talking to you about anything. And she's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm just just trying to learn more things. So that uh, I can better serve you, which I'm pretty sure that's how Skynet formed. It started out as as an Alexa for uh, Terminator fans. But uh, yeah, Amazon, it's just it's it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. And we welcome it into our house, you know, uh, in terms of, yes, Alexa, but just the obscene amount of things that. We probably all order. I mean, tell tell me I'm wrong. You know? No, a hundred percent. And I think that that was the most interesting part of the episode for me is because we're constantly. A lot of people I know, including myself, were like, "Oh, we want to give to small businesses, and we want to buy um, from multiple different sources, so that we're not like being a part of the problem." But then we're also really lazy when it comes to these things. We really just want things in one place. Like they freaking own Whole Foods for God's <laughs> sake! Now, it's it's quite wonderful, isn't it? You know what's <laughs> yeah. interesting? I mean, in, 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 it, it's it's in it. 
weird sense because they don't technically own anything because it's all at the end they small businesses or whatever you want to call them putting stuff on their platform an interesting book to read is actually platform revolution which talks about like all these companies that let's just say have 10 employees uh but but like are worth billions of dollars simply because um so like um Amazon, Jeff Bezos' term in this episode of South Park is the consumer worker, which is interesting because that whole line of consumer and um, person is just being blurred, especially as you get in in, in the theory of platform revolution. Yeah, and and on a more basic level, I mean, it's like the hive mentality. They really are like the worker bees, and, you know, they have a, a duty to fulfill. And if for some reason they don't, don't worry, there's millions of others to replace them. Uh, can we talk about Jeff Bezos for a moment? Yeah, that's yes, actually a very funny part of this. So the design and the way he communicates, he's actually uh, modeled after the uh, Talosians in the pilot episode of Star Trek called The Cage. They have those giant heads. They speak telepathically. They're not entirely butts on the back, but enough so that it was actually really funny. Uh, and they also use uh, view screens uh, reminiscent uh, uh, of the uh, the Guardian, uh, also from Star Trek. So uh, it was just a nice little thing that was wrinkled in there. As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah, Jeff Bezos totally could evolve to be one of those. These are like these supremely intelligent uh, alien beings. So that I thought was very funny, but then also just... The what was the line? I think I wrote it down. Is I can't wait to return to Bezo- Bezos and uh, rub butts with my wife. Oh God, yes! Because so, clearly, you know, Jeff Bezos is not one of us. You know, <laughs> I mean, let's just be very honest about that. Uh, so I thought it was very funny that they had him as this kind of like supreme being because you could paint somebody like that as just sort of like a little bit more of a nerd or like a. Um, like a Wizard of Oz, you know, like the man behind the curtain. But instead, he's just like, no, he's just, he's just, a, you know, he, he's greater than all of us. He, he's evolved to a higher plane. Also, I feel like you knew exactly what the reference was, but I also think with the butt in the back that he was a literal smart ass because he had a huge <laughs> brain, but then just ass cheeks in the back of his head. Or he could just be an ass. <laughs> yeah. <That's true>. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this as we're talking about it. Is there a commonality that we're seeing um, where we sacrifice long-term residuals, for lack of a better term, for short-term gain? Because this is – when you look at man-bear-pig, that's certainly an example of that. And man-bear-pig was something greater than ourselves. Jeff Bezos seems to be greater than ourselves in this context. So I think, if nothing else, uh, Matt and Trey seem to be very concerned with that we're essentially cannibalizing ourselves in our future. Or at least that's my interpretation of it. Yeah, I mean, it's depending on your viewpoint, it, it's, it's just sort of the latest version of progress. You go back 20 years, what was the big concern? Uh, it was like, oh, the big box stores like Walmart and Costco are going to put the smaller businesses... Uh, you know, they're going to run them out of business. And then now it's like, well, even those stores, like, you know, sure, if you absolutely need a power cord or something, you're going to try and you're going to ask Siri where the nearest Best Buy is because you won't know where it is, but you actually might go there in person. But in general, you don't go to those places as much as you used to. And I do know people that actually don't really do that much grocery shopping because you have in a lot of cities, you have Amazon Fresh. So we've just sort of seen how there's always this replacement of, 
you know, first it's like, oh, we're going to have everything in one store. And then it's like, oh, I don't even have to go to that stupid store. I can just sit here on my phone and order everything. You know, I could get I could get a new TV. I could also get a dozen eggs and, you know, an outfit that helps me dress like Mr. Slave, who we also saw in the episode. So, uh, I mean, you can literally get anything you want at any time. And it's like... You know, in big cities, you could kind of do some variation on that. Like, you could get all kinds of food any hour of the night. But now, it's like, it's like, well, just as long as you can wait till the next day, you can pretty much get anything from Amazon uh, anywhere, no matter how, like, you know, how far away you live from a big city. So, uh, I see the point that it's progress, but to Phil's initial point, it is just sort of like, well, to be melodramatic, at what cost, I think someone <laughs> said in the episode. Well, indeed, at what cost? Um, I knew before this episode that there was an underbelly of Amazon, let's, to say the least. But I believe, Steph, you have some actual news just from today in terms of, you know, uh, this is just us reporting. We don't know how factual all this stuff is. We didn't. It's well. from the Washington Post. Fake news. Go Fake on. Fake news. But Tell yeah, you know. Uh, but. <laughs> By the way, this who, happens... who who owns the Washington Post? Jeff Bezos. What? Yes. But anyway, continue. Okay, but you guys know every day... Like, there's so much bad news about Amazon in general in regards to the people working there. Yeah, the I conditions. had to wait two days to get a Blu-ray of Black Panther. So yes, that's bad news. <laughs> so Well, that's just because Black Panther is, is responsible. Yeah, yeah for... that's my mistake Oh my for god, you're not taking Cartman's side No, I, sh- I, I should have ordered a better movie like Rampage. I, I believe, <sighs> and when you got it, did you get Lion King or actual Black Panther? Because they're both the same. Oh my god. You know what I couldn't tell? I you guys it. are cancelled. I watched it, I just, I'm not sure. Anyway, <laughs> South Park is ahead of the curve as usual. And this article came out today with the title, Bear Repellent Accidentally Discharges an Amazon Warehouse, Sickening Dozens of Workers. Wait, was it bear repellent or man-bear pig repellent? Probably man-bear pig repellent. Good distinction. So dozens of employees at Amazon Warehouse in New Jersey have been sickened after aerosol can containing bear repellent was punctured, dispersing fumes into the air. About 80 workers reported trouble breathing Wednesday morning after nine-ounce can of man-bear pig repellent was accidentally hit by an automated machine inside the 1.3 million square foot facility in the town of robbinsville township i call bullshit they just want pto (laughs) uh also those of you that's paid time off i'm gonna bet that a nine ounce can of uh bear repellent actually doesn't do anything like if you spray it i I think a a bear is going to be just as likely to uh come and eat your food and maybe pick up your tent and drag you around a little bit and ironically the spokesperson for this particular warehouse and for amazon rachel lighty uh says the safety of our employees is our top priority and as such all employees in that area have been relocated to a safe place and employees are experiencing symptom that are experiencing symptoms are being treated on site hmm. so so they've been taken to their safe place yeah safe space yeah, well it's they, she said safe place but obviously she meant safe space yes thank you yes yes indeed um so and uh, you know what? I, I, I can't, like, validate these claims, but I've heard, like, reports where people just don't get breaks, so they, they end up shitting themselves. I can't validate this. I think it's... 
It's interesting. I don't know. Before we uh, talk about the proletariat at a, at a full capacity, I want to talk about the boys. I thought what Cartman said as far as we always used to hang out, now we don't. Yeah. I that, that, that was brilliant commentary on the show in general because now they, they don't hang out as much. No, and I miss it. There'll be seasons where you barely see Kenny. I mean, they even kind of referenced it. Cartman <laughs> did. You know, you just you just you don't forget about him, but you're like, yeah, well, why haven't we seen Kenny? Because you know, it's like you have so many more members in the cast now, and yeah, there's something to be said for the old days where it was always the four of them. So I was excited that they were going to do something together. I do like how self-aware South Park is. They always call what the viewers are thinking in their heads it's called lampshading by the way technical term <laughs> really yes when you call out your own criticism before the the critics can hmm. do it which is so to that point um a nice kind of segue into so i i love the continuation of the 100 percent hemp slash randy continuing running integrity farms yes so he would be a bourgeois and he needs Amazon Prime to run his weed business. However, the proletariat, uh, Mr. Butterscotch, is part of the bourgeois, and he does not care that that that, that someone with integrity just needs his weed business to operate on time. What do we think? I mean, I think that uh, that's what it really comes down to is like. As much as Amazon would like to be fully automated and have delivery drones, which we did see in the episode, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, you do still need the people. And, well, who's going to get those jobs? It, it is definitely going to be the proletariat. And I sort of liked that they had their own bars that they all hung out in, you know, sort of these like the, the old union or the coal miners in, in certain movies and things. I sort of like that the way that they characterize them because... You know, for most of us, we probably don't think that much about like how awful it must be like to work in one of those warehouses where, yeah, you've got like you know millions of items that you have to get into a little package on a conveyor belt, and uh, there probably is no time. I don't think you have time to shit yourself. I think you have to hold it in because it's like no, because even if you shit yourself, that's going to take a few seconds away from uh, you know concentration. Yeah, exactly. And even just in the names, they distinguished like the modern form of it in this particular episode being Prime and USD, USDA Choice. 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 Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's all about status. We've, I mean, in an interesting way, it's you can call everything like a marketing scheme one way or the other. Like, there's so many different ways to view this class struggles, especially. And as much as we've advanced, it's all stayed the same. You know, it's a good point you brought up with the with the coal miners because it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah, well, you do you know, sixteen tons. What do you get? It's just sixteen tons of what coal or packages for Amazon that have to be delivered overnight. You know, it's the it's the same difference, um, except you know our air's a little cleaner, Steph. Okay, <laughs> you feel better about that. In the words of another Jeff, I'm going to quote Jeff Goldblum. Oh. See, when you made Jurassic Park, you didn't. You, your scientists were so preoccupied whether they could, you didn't stop to think if they should. Well, you they just definitely packaged it, you stamped it, and now you're selling it. They yeah. definitely should have invented Amazon. I, I, I definitely yeah, agree with that. Thank you. All right, uh, stray observations because we've been uh, talking very deep. Um, 
But, uh, again, tangential to the episode, but not necessarily 100% about the episode. So I want to give you guys an opportunity. Jokes and uh, any any observations. Well, I love the idea of, what did we do before we ordered everything online? And Cartman was just like, the, ma- 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 <clears throat> the mall? And I love that it's the mall from Black Friday, which was <laughs> only a few seasons ago. And it was like the busiest place that you'd ever seen. And I just sort of loved the way that... I don't know. I mean, I think they were going for a golem from the uh, Lord of the Rings sort of vibe for uh, the workers there. But uh, I, I thought it was kind of a, you know, anybody that's ever, anybody that has ever lived in a, a town where you have the old mall that gets replaced by the better mall. I'm talking about before, even now that everything's online. You know, the, I, I've, I definitely remember the old mall being a lot like that. You know, maybe the people were a little better dressed in South Park than they were at the mall near where I grew up. But uh, I thought it was just a, a funny commentary on like, yeah, where did you used to go to to get stuff, you know? And I like that they're just trying to tell everybody that, yeah, we're here, we're here to buy stuff, and uh, you know, they 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 want to work, they want to help them, but they're not really equipped to, which I guess is it's the real problem, you know. And uh, what's what's interesting is that uh, number one, I have seen kind of a decline in malls. To a lesser extent, but you mean in the quality of them or just the people? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know necessarily about the quality. Although sometimes I do go to the Apple Store and I'm like, I need the 16 gigs of RAM, not the eight. Well, you know they Come don't. Come on, you've noticed they don't call them geniuses anymore because they certainly aren't. Yeah, now they've, they've lost their smarts. Yeah, they definitely did. But I think it'll be interesting to see how it all progresses, but um, anything that's location-based is now becoming experiential. Just look at theaters across the... You you, you can drink in your seat. Um, some have reclining seats. Some you can even order food while at your seat. So Sushi it's bars. all about the experience. You know, there's there's the one thing that we still have to get out of our seat to do. So I'm just waiting oh, for the reclining God. toilet seat at the movie theater. Disgusting. I'm just talking about pee. Obviously, if I got to drop a deuce, I'll get up. But <laughs> if I can just like pee without having to get up, that's pretty great. So I hope that, uh, you know. Well, to make that happen, they'll just kind of, you'll need like a cover blanket. Yeah, so like that's anytime fine. someone like pulls the uh, the cover sheet over them, you know what's going on. Oh, you, know, I, you know what would be perfect? Uh, it it'd be the the uh, the lazy voice from Idiocracy. Yes, that yes. must be why I have that idea in my head because Idiocracy. They, did have the, they had the built-in toilet seat in the lazy boy. Idiocracy that is the voice of the Tony world. B. Tony. Hello, everybody. Idiocracy is the world that I've always wanted to live in, and look around, we're most of the way there. Yeah. You know, Idiocracy, Wally, same thing. I'm, re- I'm ready for President Camacho to come into power. Oh, I think we God. all are. Uh, do we not have President Camacho already? Oh, we wish we had President Camacho. I wish we had President Camacho. Uh, and there, there were some, there were some nice moments there. Though I, the one thing I wrote down was uh, the fact that they were talking to the wiener on a stick guy, and they, he spoke in riddles. He's like, "There are many, yet none," and it just sort of added to this weird, like, mystic feel of uh, everything uh, at the mall. So, I thought that uh, look, there's a lot of like great commentary about a lot of little things. There's some nice callbacks and some good jokes, but. It, it does circle back to, as Phil said in the beginning, it, it was very unfulfilling. Well, let's talk about Larry. Because we, oh, we, yeah, that came full circle. 
just from last episode. So I did appreciate that. Yeah, I, know yeah, you I did like too. Larry. I, I like that in the first scene, Cartman, well, actually, I guess that's the second scene, but Cartman still has the Buddha box on. I was very happy to see that because that could very easily be something that we never saw again. So I liked that he still had the Buddha box. And yes, uh, what Larry was just the guy that uh, he kept reading emails from last week. And I was like, I don't think we've ever heard of him. And that was what we were talking about some of the shout outs is that I felt like those were Raisins girls next to him. And even if they weren't, it made me think of them. So uh, I don't know. There was some nice attention to detail throughout the course of the episode. Absolutely. And I just want to point out, Christian, for your benefit, people with anxiety don't just get over anxiety. So lay off. Well, I'm so glad that he's still still dealing with his anxiety. You notice I didn't bring mine this week because uh, apparently my dealing with my anxiety made Steph really anxious. So I'm trying to be a team player. How hypocritical, Steph. Yeah. I can't let him exist if I'm uncomfortable. I'm glad you said it out loud. Quickly, shout out to, I hope I'm not butchering your name, Lauda Sion and Tails P in the chat. You guys rock. And that also goes for you. If uh, you're watching On Demand, by all means, comment. Let us know what you're thinking. If you're over on the audio format of things, you know, leave a rating, leave a comment. We appreciate it. Uh, and it is the season of giving, so the best way you can give is to give this podcast to a friend of yours. Mm. Now, it won't be a physical thing. That's the great thing. You don't even have to ship it through an Amazon fulfillment. It's just a simple thing called email. You, you, just, you just take that link and you forward it to your best friend. Don't have a best friend? Your second best friend. Which wouldn't make sense because if you didn't have a best friend, you wouldn't have a second best friend. Yeah, or people who mildly tolerate you. Just yeah. whatever. Whoever yeah. you have in your life, Tony. You know, you just send it to them, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. And we are available on Spotify now, so that's uh, that's exciting uh. news. <laughs> <laughs> There's that impeccable time. <laughs> Uh, there was a uh, a great uh, line, little interaction between Butter's parents. Uh, you know, he, when they when he explains that they're not going to be Amazon Prime anymore and they are going to be USDA Choice, uh, he, Butter's mom says, "That's okay. That's almost as good." He says, "You're a good woman for saying that." But you're a bitch because it's a lie and patronizing. So uh, <laughs> that was definitely that was Best one of the life out loud moments of the episode for sure. Yeah. Oh well. What does that say about me, Steph? That uh, belittling a woman is the only thing that made me laugh in the episode. Says a lot. Yeah, that's what it says a lot. Well, hey. You know what, Christian? I can safely say you're not a piece of shit like Mr. Hankey. Uh-huh. We have here in studio with us, um, who we dearly miss, especially around the holidays. So, um, you know, give a shout out. Give some love to Mr. Hankey. I don't know how, but uh, I guess just, just sing the well, Mr. Hankey. Just say, just say thank you when you take a shit. I was just going to say, <laughs> don't flush. That's the way. That's the way. That's the way to honor Mr. Hankey. Especially during the the holiday season. Oh, you almost said Christmas. No. Imagine if you had. Well, to be fair, Christmas the would be over. Christmas. To be fair, Mr. Hankey is the Christmas poo, not the Hanukkah poo. No, he yeah, he's not he's not the winter solstice poo. And I'm sorry, Steph, he's not the Kwanzaa poo either. He is the Christmas poo. Yeah, so it's not to say we don't believe in honor Hanukkah around no. here. It's just to say Mr. Hankey is a Christmas poo. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, without further ado, that does it for our show. Well, I, let's just talk about the, quickly the fact that this part was part two. one. And I was just like, 
I, I was ready for the story to, to end. And, you know, the themes could have carried through till next week where we would have been very happy to get a Christmas episode. But uh, that looks like that's not happening. So I don't that, know. Uh, well, how can we Christmas might... come if we're not fulfilled? I don't. I exactly. think I think it could be if the title is unfulfilled, they could literally just end there and just be leave us. There. Yeah. No, I, th- I, I mean, they, they set up too many things at the end of the episode. Yeah, I, I, I think it's one of those. We're going to we're going to definitely get a second part. And it's the it last episode be... of the season. Come on. Would it be I funny if Santa Christmas. Claus came into the picture and started yelling at Jeff Bezos? Yes. Oh, I need to fulfill orders! Yes. And he did all the deliveries. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. That would be... But that would be like a little punchline. And then Jeff I don't know Bezos the... is the Grinch. Ooh. Well, you've written the episode. You're That's... welcome. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Any other uh, predictions as far as what's going to happen? Who's going to win? The poor or the rich? Bezos always wins. That's true. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Well, that was anticlimactic because we already gave them all. Yeah, Bezos, Bezos always wins. wins. Hopefully, um, I don't know what's going to happen with the bike parade, but I still hope it goes. I, that would be funny. I would want to see that. I hope they have the bike parade yeah. and that they're really happy. But knowing this show, all the stuff's going to show up. They're not going to do their bikes. They're just going to go play uh, what Red Dead Redemption or something. There, you know what I mean? They, I feel like it's while, all while show still up. getting participation ribbons. Oh, they will definitely get participation. But they're going to be on backlog. And I will use for participation ribbons. Yeah. Uh, that, you were saying though, I cut you off. Oh, or was maybe I? You you... No, I think I, I, I think I was done. I, I don't know. So I got distracted because you know Steph started talking. Yeah, yeah. I was probably right. breathing. All right, well that does it for us. At Christian DMZ is where you can send your holiday cheer to. Please, yeah, no, your Christmas cheer. That's all I want. Okay. And uh, for your Hanukkah cheer, at Steph Sabra. <laughs> yeah, we can. I'm gonna go rub some butt cheeks right now, but I'll see you guys next week. All right. And for your Kwanzaa cheer, I'm at Phil Svitek. We represent everything. <laughs> for your Kwanzaa cheer. And for your winter solstice cheer, at Tony B. Tony in the underscore in the booth. Hey, That's oh. right. Oh, and Lauda Science said I celebrated my first Halloween this thanks to y'all this year. Halloween. It what? Says. You celebrate Halloween. How that? Do they like, mean Jack you... and Crack Witch Week? I think, yeah, Jack and Crack. Yeah, I was going to say, bro, like free candy. She started... Or... She, he, I don't know, started her message with sup witches, so I think it has to do with that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you're not Fez from that 70s show of, like, they give out free candy? <laughs> no, it's Jack and Crack. Of course. They better give out free Jack and Crack. Forever. Come next year. Next year. We're already planning it. Come hang with us. We got plenty of Jack and Crack we're building up for the whole year. So... All right, thank you guys as always. We'll see you for the final episode of season 22 next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> Views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 